Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Wednesday, December 16th, 2020. I'm Andrew Hansen alongside Shane Caldwell, and it's week 15, and this is our Thursday night football preview. Shane, it's late in the season. We got to gear up here and, and crank up the volume. Yeah, it's hard to believe it's uh, week 15, but uh, we're, we're excited about a, a nice little uh, rematch from uh, week nine, last time these teams played, the Chargers and uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Raiders are, you know, trying to stay on the edge of that playoff spot, kind of tough for them to get in there. Chargers are just playing for pride at this point, but uh, this makes for a nice fantasy team because both these defenses are kind of vulnerable in different spots, and there's a lot of injuries going on. And there's a lot of stars on these offenses. So this makes for a great fantasy team. So we don't really care if they're how they are in real life football. We just want fantasy production out of these teams in an exciting game. That's what we're looking for here. Yeah, this is a great matchup for Thursday night. Uh, the 31-26 when these teams met in week nine. And the, the words from Vegas are we're expecting a similar high scoring situation. And the lines, of course, courtesy of betus.com.pa on our show. And we've got Vegas favored by three at home, over under 53 and a half. And what we're going to do here on the Thursday Night Football preview, like we always do, is we'll start with the visiting team. We'll break down the Chargers. Then we're going to give you a tremendous offer from BetUS, where you can combine your love for sports betting with DFS. So stay tuned for that. And then we'll finish up with the breakdown of the Raiders, try to get you ready for the showdown slate on both DraftKings and FanDuel. So, Shane, let's start with the Chargers side. Um, the big story here is that the Raiders' defense has been struggling, to say the least. If you look at their last four games, they've given up 35, 43, 28, and then 44 points last week to Indianapolis, and that culminated with the decision by Gruden to fire the defensive coordinator, Paul Gunther. So they've been terrible on defense. They fired their defensive coordinator, and they've got a bunch of injuries on the defensive side. So Chargers have to be licking their chops here. Yeah, it doesn't look like a good spot for Vegas. We're surprised that they're actually three-point favorites here. But, you know, they are the Las Vegas Raiders, and Vegas sets the, the, the line here. So I don't know if there's a little favoritism. <laughs> right. I, don't, I don't think those guys are in the business of favoritism here. But, yeah, I mean, the, the Raiders' defense coming on a short week have already been getting lit, lit up. Uh, Indianapolis just annihilated them last week here. Uh, and they've got, they got lit up by Atlanta, you know. The Jets them, so they, they've had a rough go at it here. The offense has been pretty good uh, for the most part, but their their defense can't keep up. Now this week it looks like they're going to be. There's a lot of guys that are out. You know, their linebacker Morrow, uh, defensive end Farrell, uh, Damon Arnett, the starting corner, starting safety Abram. You know, so they have a ton of guys out. And um, now on their offensive side, Henry Ruggs is out on the COVID list. Um, Nevin Lawson, their other starting corner, is a big questionable. He hasn't practiced, but he might go. But if, even if he plays, he's kind of limited. Um, so they're they're pretty banged up here. So this is looking like a good spot for uh, Justin Herbert, the you know the great rookie who's kind of struggled of late. Um, he's run into some tough matchups. They've had some injuries here and there as well. But uh, this is looking like a good spot for Justin Herbert against one of the worst uh, pass defenses in the league that's injured coming on a short week here. These teams are familiar with each other, but yeah, and just in terms of the matchup, their secondary does not match up well against the wide receivers for the Chargers here. So this is a spot where the difficult thing on this showdown is can you afford Justin Herbert and be able to get in all the other studs that you want? 
But I think Justin Herbert's probably going to be a priority because this looks like a spot where he can throw three to four touchdowns if you're playing on DraftKings, most likely to get that 300-yard bonus here. I mean, they can, of course, run the ball. You know, um, you know, Eckler looks good. Um, you know, they definitely can rotate some running backs in there. But I look for them to attack the passing game. Is, you know, the Raiders are a little bit better against the run, typically, than they are against the pass right now. Um, so, yeah, I think Justin Herbert's definitely a top priority here. Um, in the passing game, of course, you can pair him with uh, Keenan Allen. I know Keenan Allen was kind of limited in practice, but hopefully he's a full go and healthy. Um, Keenan Allen is, should be matched up in the slot against LaMarcus Joyner, who's uh, one of their worst corners. And even if he rotates to the outside on the other spot, he's going to be going up most likely against a backup or string, you know, cornerback. Uh, so he's in a great matchup here. Keenan Allen, obviously one of the best route runners and most consistent wide receivers in the league. Um, then it comes down to, for the passing game, the Mike Williams news. Mike Williams went out last week against the Colts. No, not against the Colts. Yeah, he went out last week uh, against Atlanta in the first uh, first quarter with that back injury. So we got to see, is Mike Williams going to be able to play? Because if he doesn't play, then you can look at some of these backup guys like Tyron Johnson went in there and played a great game last week against Atlanta. He had seven targets, caught six balls for 55 yards and a touchdown. So he's looking like the, the, the guy in terms of snap share and target share if Mike Williams is out. And you're going to need that, that form of uh, value on FanDuel if you're trying to get up to all these high-priced studs here. Um, and then, of course, there's Hunter Henry. He's in a decent matchup against the Raiders. They're kind of middle of the pack against, you know, against tight ends. But Hunter Henry is the main target of him, especially if Mike Williams is out. That's another big target in the in the end zone. And then, of course, you got Austin Eckler, who's the most dynamic running back in terms of being able to catch the ball and run the ball. And he's just so explosive um, in the passing game and the amount of targets he gets. You got to like Austin Eckler as well. The problem is to fit all those guys in there. It's pretty difficult to fit Allen. Eckler and Herbert it can be done but you're gonna have to sacrifice somewhere so mostly I would say I love the passing game and that includes Eckler for the Chargers where it's going to be a little bit different when we talk about the Las Vegas Raiders but for the most part I like attacking this passing game uh, and I think that's where they're going to attack the weakness of the Vegas secondary here yeah I, I really like the passing game as well and I love how Eckler is in that passing game and he's got the running back action as well and you can really beat Vegas in both departments and Eckler is just one of my favorite players to play on a showdown slate because of that versatility and now that he's back and healthy and getting a bunch of touches and Herbert you know loves to check it down to him so I think on both sites you can do it like you said it's challenging uh, on FanDuel you're gonna have to make a couple sacrifices with the next two guys on DraftKings one way to do it is to go with a cheaper captain uh, so I would play around with that. That's what I'm doing with my first build is you get a cheaper captain in, and then you get those three studs on the Chargers and you have a decent amount of money to, to fill out the lineup. So um, that's the approach I'm taking. Um, and the news on Mike Williams is, is big because on FanDuel, he's much more expensive than Tyron Johnson. On DraftKings, they're pretty close, though. So you won't get the savings on Johnson that you would on FanDuel. With Henry, I agree with you. If Mike Williams is out, Hunter Henry becomes a little bit, little bit more attractive as that big target. But on the season, the Raiders have only given up four touchdowns to tight ends. Kelsey and Gronk had good games, but other than that, they've been pretty solid. So 
I'm not as big on Henry as I usually am. I like Waller on the other side a little bit better in terms of tight end matchups. And then I do want to mention Justin Jackson here, uh, who's back in the lineup. He got six touches against Atlanta, three, three carries and three receptions. And I think he's going to take away the receiving action from Balaj. Uh, Balaj did get seven carries last week. But Jackson's a, a guy that you can get for only 2000 on DraftKings. Nice PPR uh, price for him. And the defense is in play for me, the, the Chargers defense on DraftKings just because of their price. Um, but other than that, I, I feel you know very similar uh, to, to your thoughts on this. I, I think the, the overall approach for the Chargers is going to be to try to pass it. Herbert had 326 yards passing and two touchdowns in that Week 9 matchup. And because of those injuries in the Week secondary, like you said, I think he's going to go to the air a bunch here on Thursday night. Yeah, I mean, I think Eckler's a great play, and a lot of people are going to be looking at what Indianapolis did in the running game uh, last week against the Raiders. But you got to keep in mind that the Chargers are banged up on their offensive line. You know, they don't have Brian Balaga. He's going to be out for this game. They've, you know, they've lost, you know, their starting center earlier in the year. They, they've had a lot of injuries, so their offensive line is not as good for run blocking compared to that Indianapolis offensive line that was just opening up huge holes. You know, they're really good at run blocking, so it's a little different matchup. That's why I think they might be more likely to attack in the passing game here, obviously. I don't see who's going to be able to cover Keenan Allen and even these other, you know, uh, other third and fourth wide receivers. I, I think they have good matchups here. So, Yeah, your boy Jonathan Taylor really uh, <laughs> exploded last week, and, and the Chargers – Offensive attack is a little bit different than Indianapolis, like you said. Not quite the old-school running uh, approach. Uh, they do go to the air more uh, to get it into Eckler's hands, so a little, little bit different. But uh, All right, before we get to the Raiders' side, check out this tremendous offer if you're into sports betting, along with DFS, from betus.com.pa. Listen up, sports bettors. It's go time, so put down the beer and make every sporting event more exciting by putting stakes on the line. Earn bragging rights over friends as you rake in the cash from each week's betting action. But don't settle for any other book. Choose America's favorite sports book with over 25 trusted years in the industry. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity. And most importantly, a sports book that pays. BetUS has your game with action on football, baseball, and basketball, MMA, golf, horses, and even esports. No other sports book welcomes newcomers like BetUS with their jaw-dropping sign-up bonuses. Now we have the best book in the industry teamed up with the best DFS provider in the industry. Make your first deposit of $149 at betus.com.pa with promo code COACHTALK and receive a free membership with DFS Coach Talk with full access to our DFS lineups in NBA, NFL, PGA, and MLB. The best in the biz. Sign up today to make straight bets, future bets, prop bets, entertainment bets, live bets, and more. No other sportsbook in the industry is committed to their users like BetUS. So sign up now and get on the winning side of the ball. Welcome back, and thank you to BetUS for that tremendous offer for our listeners. We'd love for you to take advantage of it and join the group that already has. Again, use the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, with that first deposit of 149 And uh, reach out to us on Twitter. Let us know that you've joined. You can find us on Twitter at DFSCoachTalk. And then we'll get you an email, uh, get you into our Discord. That's where we give out our full lineups for every slate in the NFL, uh, every slate in NBA. Or we're, we're, we're giving out lineups to our members in NBA preseason. Uh, good night going right now. And so we're just getting ready for opening day. So uh, we'd love to have you. All right, Shane. For the Raiders, they are the three-point favorites. 
we, we know that Gruden likes to pound it and give it to Jacobs. And, you know, the first matchup between these two teams is a perfect example of that. On that, in that game, which the Raiders won, they only had 160 net passing yards and they had 160 rushing yards. So they gave it to Jacobs. He had 65 yards and a touchdown. They gave it to Booker. He had 68 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Uh, do you think that's going to be the game plan here again? And do you want to get Jacobs into your lineups? Yeah, what I like about uh, Jacob, Jacobs is the recency bias here. If you look at the games, they've played from behind, um, which is uh, something that's a little more uh, was a little more unusual for them earlier in the year when they were really kind of dominating teams. So if you look at his game logs, he's not getting any carries. He's been injured. He's been banged up in and out of the lineup. Uh, you know, Booker started a few games. So I like that. You can take advantage of the recency bias. So people are going to be looking at this as, you know, a matchup that's kind of a neutral matchup against the Chargers, but they're looking at it like Josh Jacobs isn't getting the carries. I think Josh Jacobs is going to get a heavy workload of somewhere around 25 carries in this game. I think the game plan, if, if you're the Las Vegas Raiders, your defense is banged up. You don't want to be putting your defense in a vulnerable position and getting them worn out and having Herbert, you know, go out there and light them up. You don't want to get into another shootout here because that hasn't worked well for you lately if you're the Las <laughs> Vegas Raiders. So the best way is you have that big offensive line who's mostly healthy against, you know, uh, a defense in the L.A. Chargers that is also also missing some key defenders here against the run. Uh, they're going to be missing their main middle linebacker in Perriman. Uh, he's actually doubtful. He's not out yet. So check the report there. And also their starting safety, Adderley. If those guys are out, that hurts them up the middle. And the Raiders are going to pound the ball with Josh Jacobs. I think he's going to get a heavy workload here. He only had, uh, you know, what, 13 carries last week in a blowout against Indianapolis. So that means he should be pretty fresh on a, sh on a quick turnaround. He's currently not on the injury report. So I would prioritize Josh Jacobs, even though there's great superstar players in, a good, in good positions here, like Keenan Allen and obviously Eckler, um, I would probably prioritize Josh Jacobs over that because I think you're going to get him at slightly lower ownership um, and um, you're going to get a game script where it's going to be heavy, heavily, where he's heavily involved. It kind of reminds me, it's funny, we're in week 15, but all the way back in week one, he was our favorite running back. And I remember we, we crushed it with him because he scored three touchdowns, but he had 25 carries that game. This is the type of game that he has that type of upside of, you know, 30 fantasy point upside. Um, even if he doesn't get that, I could see him having a game like similar he did in mid-November against Denver. He had 21 carries, 120, 112 rushing yards, and two touchdowns. And he also caught four balls in that game. That helped, too. So he had 27 fan, fan duel points. So I, that's what I'm looking for for Josh Jacobs. I think they have a pretty nice advantage in terms of run blocking against the, the L.A. Chargers front here. And I think that's their path to win this game. And then that would set up the occasional play-action pa play pass obviously using uh they're going to be you know using their couple of their guys they are missing henry ruggs their deep threat so that changes things but so i look for a big josh jacobs game here um what, what do you yeah, think before we, yeah before we get to the passing game I, i'll echo that and say i i do think they'll give them a heavy workload if they can that's going to be the the goal um and uh you know he's one of the most game script dependent running backs in the nfl if the raiders are ahead he just keeps getting fed by Gruden, and he'll rack up 20-plus carries. If they're behind, like last week, you get 13 or 14 carries, and you don't want him on your, your DFS team. So it's, it's either hit or miss with him. There's not going to be probably an in-between. 
So if the Raiders are winning this game, you want them in your lineup. If they're behind, you probably don't. So that, that's the approach on Jacobs. With the passing attack for Las Vegas, as you mentioned, Ruggs is out because of COVID. So how, how does it break down along with Aguilar? Who else are you looking that uh, looking for in terms of targets? I mean, I think, uh, you know, I think Derek Carr could be fairly highly owned because he's been getting such high volume, you know, last few games, 47 attempts and 45 attempts. But they were playing from behind. They were playing in these high shootout games. They don't really want to do that. Um, so I think that this game would be a little different where, again, they're going to try to attack the weakness. Um, the Chargers have a pretty good secondary. I mean, they have a couple injuries, but they still have really good cover corners. Once Chris Harris Jr. came back, they still got Casey Hayward. They got uh, Michael Davis, who's a pretty solid cover corner. So I don't think you really attack them. You're missing Henry Ruggs, your deep, your, your deep speed threat there. Um, so I don't think you attack them. So this is more of a low-volume game for Derek Carr. So because of that, I would pretty much fade Derek Carr at his price. Um, he's he's had some good games. He's popped here and there, but I think people are going to go back to him, go back to the well there, um, because they see the the type of volume and fantasy points. But I don't I don't think that this game script lends to that well. If you are going to partner with him, obviously you can look at Darren Waller. He's in a good matchup against the linebackers and the the safeties for uh, the LA Chargers. So Darren Waller obviously is capable of those huge monster games there. I don't know if this is a ceiling game for him because I'm not expecting most pass volume, but obviously he has the the highest target share and you know the number one receiver you know on this team. So um, I, I like Darren Waller. Um, obviously you can go back to Nelson Aguilar. I think he's going to be really highly owned because he's one of the more reasonable priced, you know, middle price guys here. Um, he'll see a lot of Michael Davis, who's probably the one of the better cover corners for the Chargers. So I like Aguilar. I'm just not, you know, uh, you know, I'm a little bit apprehensive about him because I don't know if it's going to be a high volume game, but I am pretty confident the Chargers can score on them, which means at some point the Raiders are going to have to pass and Aguilar should be their main guy. Um, you know, I, I guess Aguilar is going to have to be your 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 uh, poor uh, poor man's uh, you know Calvin Ridley because Calvin Ridley lit him up last week. You right. know, and he's kind of similar to Calvin Ridley, like a small you know quick shifty type wide receiver. Obviously, not as good as Calvin Ridley, but Aguilar has been their number one guy, and he's been great this year. So, if you're looking for a reasonably priced wide receiver, I think he's the guy. If you're going to go real deep, then I'm looking at. Uh, someone who will take some snaps from Henry Ruggs, who's out. I'm looking at Brian Edwards, the rookie. Interesting, he's $400 on DraftKings. So if you want to punt a position and just load up on the studs on DraftKings, I think Brian Edwards is the guy because then he needs, needs to catch like three or four passes and he hits value at $400 there. Um, he's a big receiver, a big physical guy. He's not like a burner fast guy. He's more of a possession receiver, but he does have a little bit of run after the catch ability. He's, it's not like he's slow and he's a big physical receiver and he struggled most of the year, but I think he's finally healthy and he should know the offense. And with rugs out, this is his opportunity to finally shine. So I think Brian Edwards could actually make a couple plays and that's all it's going to take. And you need to find value somewhere on this slate. And if you think the Chargers are going to get up, so if you're stacking the Chargers passing game on the other side and you think the Raiders are going to have to pass in the second half, then Brian Edwards is going to be part of that because they can't just throw the ball to Darren Waller every single time, even though they probably will try. <laughs> so uh, so I like Brian Edwards here as, as the sleeper guy. Um, I know the other guy, Zay Jones, is in the mix there as well, but I prefer the, the big, physical, young, talented Brian Edwards here, and I think he might get – maybe a couple looks in the end zone as well because he's a big guy that can kind of box you out and go up and high point the ball. So that's what I'm looking at here uh, for the Raiders side here. 
But I, I'm folks focusing mostly on that running game with Josh Jacobs, and uh, you know I'm hoping that uh, some people fade Jacobs because they're trying to get up to these other expensive guys. Yeah, I like Jacobs, and so in the lineups where I'll build a couple for the you know in case the Raiders running game works, he'll be in there. But I think my primary lineups are going to be where the Chargers have success passing the ball, and the Raiders are going to have to try to play catch up. So it's not going to be a Josh Jacobs night. And I'll have to get a little bit of ex- exposure to the Raiders' passing game. And I think that's a good point there with Edwards as a, a potential value play. You know, he and Zay Jones, neither one of them has been getting much action lately with Ruggs in the lineup. Back in week four, Ruggs didn't play. And Zay Jones had four catches that week, but Brian Edwards didn't play. So I like your analysis there to get some size with Edwards uh, in Ruggs' absence. I also like Renfro here. Hunter Renfro, in that week four game when Ruggs didn't play, he got to step up a little bit. He got five catches for 57 yards. And in the last three weeks with Ruggs, he's had seven, four, and five receptions. So he's a more consistent part of the passing game. He's obviously more expensive than a guy like Brian Edwards. And you can attack the Chargers a little bit more over the middle uh, in the slot uh, as compared to the outside. So I like Renfro here. Waller, like you said, um, kind of middle-of-the-road matchup, but a little bit better than Henry. The Chargers have given up nine touchdowns, so uh, and Waller is one of those. He, he got in the end zone against uh, the Chargers back in Week 9. So I like Waller, but he's really expensive, so he wouldn't be in my first lineup this week. Um, before I forget, Shane, I did want to – talking about earlier in the season – I wanted to circle back to Eckler here for a minute because we didn't get to talk about the actual stats of running backs catching the ball against Las Vegas. And it's been a pretty good way to attack them this year. Kamara had nine catches for 95. You know, he's done that against a bunch of teams. But remember that Rex Burkhead game where he had three touchdowns against Vegas? Yeah, that was classic. So he had two on the ground and one through the air. He caught seven balls that day for 49 yards and a touchdown. And if Burkhead can do it, we know that Eckler can just smash. So, you know, once again, I just want to highlight that with with Eckler. So really fascinating slate here with these two running backs and their different styles. And depending on who's ahead is going to be the key of which one you want in your lineup. Yeah, and it's an interesting decision. Are you trying to fit Keenan Allen and Eckler, who both have excellent matchups and their skill set really fits this game plan here? But then if you're loading up on those guys and you're trying to get a quarterback as well, then you're not going to be able – it's going to be much harder to get up to the high-priced guys, you know, on the Raiders' side. So, yeah, it's it's a tricky game script here. I mean, technically the Raiders are favored, so you'd say the Josh Jacobs play is good. But like, like you said, both of us kind of feel like it's a mismatch with the Chargers passing game versus this Raiders, uh, uh, yes. you know, defense. But I do strongly feel like – the Raiders are going to have those long drives where they really run the clock out um, and, and, and wear out that Chargers defense and, and keep their defense on the sideline, <laughs> which is where, where you want them, the way that's looking there. So And to keep Herbert on the sideline, too, and those weapons. So that's what I think the game plan is, as long as it stays close, which I think it probably will stay close, at least in, you know going into the second half. And then you know we'll see if some team uh, breaks out here. But, yeah, I mean, Vegas is – at home on a short week so uh, obviously the chargers don't have to travel that far it's pretty quick travel but they still have to travel and they're still not at home so i think that gives vegas the slight edge there but yeah i think this is a 
like I said, my opinion is it's a Josh Jacobs breakout game. If the game script goes right, though, like that's a big if, right? Because the Chargers could light them up. But as long as it stays somewhat close, they'll still stick with the run because yes. I, I don't think they're set up well to throw 45 times again. And I think the Chargers, the Chargers had uh, three interceptions. Their defense did last week. So I don't think you want to just, you know, go out there and sling the ball over against those corners. They're pretty solid. Yeah, they really are. And what we're going to do between now and kickoff is finalize the lineups on FanDuel and DraftKings. And that's why we offer membership is to give actual lineups to our members. We give the full lineups on FanDuel, the cash lineup, the GPP lineup, and then we give the core plays on DraftKings for the one-game slate. On the main slate, we give out the big clipboard with core plays and pivots so you can build lineups there. So we'd love to have you. If you want to do the BetUS option, use that promo code COACHTALK. If you're not interested in that, you just want to become a member, you can. Just go to our website, dfscoachtalk.com, and pick the length of time you want. You can do a week, a month, or the uh, NBA winter special here that we, we've offered here in December that actually takes you all the way through April 1st for 149 So we'd love to have you. That gives you access to all of our sports, all of our lineups, every slate. Um, in terms of the podcasts, please do hit that like button and uh, subscribe on YouTube so you know when our podcasts post. We're doing five NFL podcasts per week, and we're about to start up five NBA podcasts per week. Uh, social media, you can find Shane at DET Sports Shane. You can find me at Language Olympic, and the coach is at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Did we hit everything, Shane? I think so. And also, right. uh, for everyone listening out there, let us know how the audio quality is on the podcast and YouTube videos. We just we just hooked up our uh, new microphones this week, and uh, we're just testing them out to see, looking to improve our audio quality. So we'll, we'll take some feedback on that to see, uh, let us know how it sounds. Yeah, we'd love your feedback on, on that and anything else. We appreciate all of your support, and thank you for tuning in here today. Good luck with your lineups on Thursday. Again, make sure to check in with us later in the week for our Week 15 Main Slate podcast. We'll go by position, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receiver, tight ends. And next week, early in the week, we'll have our first NBA regular season podcast. So looking forward to that. And on behalf of Shane Caldwell and the rest of the DFS Coach Talk team, I am Andrew Hansen, and we'll see you next time as we look to crush it in DFS.